Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast. I'm your host, Julia. And I'm your host, Mike. Each episode, we pick a topic and make you a mix. What's this week's topic, Julia? Hey, we have another special guest this week. What? Wait, is this going to be a thing? Are we going to have, like, guests? It's time to grow up, Mike. Oh, snizaps. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Mixed It Mixed It Podcast Podcast. Yeah, this is like episode 49 or something. I don't um, know what it is. Let 30, me look. I'm going to say 38. No, episode 40 of a true, like a real long length podcast. And then it's like episode 60 something of like. It is not. Yeah, we've done a lot. Oh, snap. Okay. Yeah, we've done a lot. That's my new thing. The kids say, oh, snap. And so I Did say they? it now. <laughs> I think they said that in like 2003. Oh, snap. Really? <laughs> yeah. See, it works. It works with everything. You could like, oh, look at this hot sauce. Oh, snap. There's hummus here on the table. Oh, snap. Hummus. <laughs> I think if you Wait, ask- you know what would really work? That shit. Why do like the peas industry not get on this? Snap peas, like from Oregon? Yeah. Oh, snap peas. You should puns <laughs> equal money. Right. Right. So- it's like when asper cream first had that slogan like 15 years ago they were oh like the slogan was you bet your sweet asper cream <laughs> which, is, which is pretty amazing right why do they use that? i know there's like a scrapbook store in costa mesa called oh scrap oh scrap it is yeah and it's, it's right it's right that. by the froyo place yeah. that your man like used yeah. to like to go to american froyo uh, okay well so let's introduce oh yeah our, we have a special we guest. have a guest <laughs> Um, we have on our show today a friend of the show, and we dragged her into this because she's on vacation or on holiday over here. Well, she wanted to hang, so it was like, oh, you want to hang? Well, guess where? Guess what you're doing? <laughs> you got to pay the price you to hang pay, out with us. Be the piper. Um, so welcome to the show, Adele Kemp of Cobalt Music, all the way from the UK. Adele, tell everybody what it is you do and what you're involved in without saying the word purple. <laughs> don't say it you can't say it i'm not gonna allow you to say don't it. worry i'm not going to okay good <laughs> yeah so i work at cobalt on the records and sides which is a wall so i'm a senior label manager there so i work directly with artists with artist managers marketing companies um, and different labels just on kind of getting their releases together helping them with their timelines getting it out on like spotify Apple, all that kind of stuff. And now I'm starting to help it like market and physical distribution. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you're involved with all it. So what are some of the artists that, that you've worked with? If you're allowed to say it. If you're allowed to say it. I am, but I always get a complete mind blank every time I'm asked. Oh, okay. Um, so, so Barbara Streisand, amazing. That's, <laughs> yes. I really like the work you did with her. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. With dabs. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I work with a lot of developing British artists. Um, so I work with... A band from Newcastle called The Pale White. Um, I'm actually working with an artist based out of LA. She's Canadian called Ali X. That's exciting. Um, She's actually on tour in the UK at the minute, which is cool. Awesome. Um, Who else do I work with? I work with a Liverpool band called Clean Cook Kid. Ooh, nice. Awesome. They're going to be out So they have to be good because they're from Liverpool. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've listened to any (laughs) bit of of our our podcast, you know that Liverpool is the best music city in the the world. And they're going to be at South by this year. Oh, really? So if anyone is there. There you go. Please go and check them out. Awesome. Look at that. She's already planning South by. (laughs) See, this is what it's like to have a label, to have somebody who like has a timeline and Uh is a marketing expert with this. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I'm in bands and here's our marketing. Uh, We want to do a Christmas song. Yeah, we should have thought of that in August. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna go in next week and record a christmas song so there you go (laughs) you're gonna have to tell me offline what that is okay i love a christmas song Um, did you say you work with gary cinnamon or jerry cinnamon or no he's signed to a wall i don't work with him personally but yeah he's one of our like full recording artists he's a great very exciting project that everyone's working on at the minute and i'm jealous because you had like jimmy world came into their studio and did like a little cool little (laughs) little uh acoustic thing it was pretty cool I was like, okay. Mm, yeah, so I've been there. Like, I've seen him like that. So I'm not so jealous. But the fact that I don't work there, which would be cool to like go to, like, oh, I'm going to get a coffee from the break room and Jimmy World happens to be there playing a song, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it'd be a really <laughs> yes. 
bad time. What if you? There was the one time you had to go to the bathroom and like. Oh, you're you like. Missed oh. that. It was. It was quite funny because we have like an open plan office. So I'd been told by someone that they were potentially coming in, and then an email went round to the whole office announcing that they were going to be playing and you could hear in different areas of the <gasps> office as people uh-huh. read the email and you could just say oh my god well yeah, it's, it's quite it's, funny it's weird because i was a grown man like my uh when they first got signed to capital they used to play a lot with with my band at that time mm. back in, here in la and so they uh you know i don't there's dwight i don't uh i don't like they're not part of like my adolescent childhood or yeah. I was more of a grown person like when I knew mm-hmm. them, but I still am a big fan of theirs. Yeah. But there are people who are like that go that gasp, like that would yeah, audibly yeah. gasp, like, Oh my god, I love those guys. You know, so Yeah, one of the girls I work with, she's like that. She brought like a vinyl in and got them to sign oh, it that's and everything. Cool. So yeah, she was she was freaking out a little bit. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. Nice. Well, uh so this week's topic, since now did it pick pick the topic or did you pick the topic? We were talking about it over margaritas one night. You uh, mm-hmm. you you brainstormed it, okay? You brainstormed. So this week's topic is embarrassing. Songs. So we were talking about songs that we listen to. Like, what are you into? We know Adele's a big metalhead, right? Um, so and Mike and I are not that familiar with that genre. So we're like, right. oh, that might be kind of tough. But we landed on, you know, what are songs that you've always liked, and what are songs that you haven't liked, and then it went to. What are songs that like sixteen year old you really liked, but you couldn't tell anyone that yes. you liked? Okay, yeah, yeah. That so I did. Uh, so that that's the research I got when I heard that. When I heard mm-hmm. you say that, I was like, okay, embarrassing songs. So songs yeah. like from my adolescent youth that mm-hmm. I that are embarrassing that I still like. Yeah. Or that I liked then. I'm gonna say that I like then because like now I kind of don't. Oh really? Yeah. Now I'm kind of like because eh, they all kind of sound the same. Yeah, I find like there were songs that I was embarrassed about then. But I like now, and I'm kind of not embarrassed by it. Awesome. Yeah. Depending on who I'm around, I guess. I've I guess got I'm over the little... whole like guilty pleasure yeah. music now. I'm like, no, it's not a guilty pleasure. You just I'm like just, it. I'm over it. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. I, t- t- when I was listening to mine, I was looking, because mine all came from a specific year. Like, they all came from a specific <laughs> time. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, I don't know what's going on behind me, but <laughs> Dwight's just humping the air. Oh yeah, that's what he does. He, he wants you to know that he's dominant in this in this space. It's his house. Also, apologies for the offensive farts. Okay, yeah. they smell like they're from a grown man, but really they're from Dwight. <laughs> so anyway, so for once, nobody look at John. So Adele, you got to kick it off. Yeah, like since you're the guest, you get to play the first song. So what song did 16 year old you? Uh, love but we're kind of embarrassed about loving so I think the first one I didn't tell anyone it was when I first started listening to rock music so I was younger than 16 um, I was still in high school and on a Friday evening my mum used to go out and my dad would be upstairs on the computer and I'd watch the music channels mm-hmm. and I came across Guns N' Roses for the first time sweet okay. child of mine but I wouldn't tell anyone I liked the song <laughs> now I realise that actually it's not embarrassing at all Dude, yeah. that's a great but song at the time because none you? of my friends were into rock music back yeah. then and, like, this high school I went to was not really rock-friendly, mm-hmm. if you okay. get me. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. So, it's probably going to have to be... Okay. Sweet Child Sweet of Mine. Okay. Mine. Izzy right, Stradlin yeah. wrote this song. So, I'm just saying it's a great... Anything Izzy writes is great. It's, it's a good <laughs> My dad's not a fan of them. They're probably one of the only rock bands I listen to well, from you know, that era that my dad's just like, nah. If you count, it's a little excessive. Four four guitar solos. I mean, they, they have he songs with four... He likes the music. Four... He doesn't like the vocals. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, let's play it. Sweet Child of Mine for Adele here. What can you say about Guns N' Roses that hasn't already been said? You know, I'm, it's. I don't think I'll ever be a fan of Guns N' Roses. Yeah, you know, it had. I think if you grew up at that time, like, as the person who kind of was, I was coming uh, uh, into like my own musically when that. That's kind of in the same time frame, maybe a little later than than a lot of my songs that I picked. Uh-huh. And if you look at the response from Guns N' Roses, Guns N' Roses was kind of like a. Um, they were an aggressive hair metal band at first. You know what I mean? Like if you were listening to Poison or mm-hmm. Bon Jovi or whatever came out at that time, and then you heard Guns N' Roses, it was refreshing because here is something mm. that was like raw and real, mm-hmm. you know, that was real rock music. 
and uh, that wasn't overproduced, yet you still had some of the almost not glam because it was more gritty. It was yeah, more gritty. It, it wasn't quite as glam as everything else. Right, right, but that. still, I mean. You can't write the songs are good songs. I mean, it may not be in your wheelhouse, but they're you know they're good songs. Yeah, so. I think by the time I became aware of them, they were I don't want to say a joke, but it was just cheesy. Like hair metal was just cheesy yeah, hair metal was on yeah time. for sure so, for sure. Yeah, and Guns N' Roses really helped brought about, bring about the death of that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They they really were the band. They were they were more. Um, I mean, if hair metal were more misfits, they were more Black Flag. You know what I mean? They were okay. they were more like I don't know. I think I'll always be a hair metal fan. Yeah. I think. Hey, yeah. Hey, you know what? It, and like <laughs> I said, the older I get, the more I get. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well. Uh, okay. Well, I'll go next. Yeah. Um, do it. My my songs are really embarrassing. I figured out they're from 1986. I think Why? all my Were songs. You 16 at that. No. Age? No. No. I was 11 okay. in 1986. I wasn't even born. Um, yes. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't. Julia I was, was barely born. Um, <laughs> So in 1986, I was a, I was a 86, 87 ish. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I was 11 years old. So I was kind of finding my own, uh, music at that point here in LA, we have uh, K rock back then who, which was a legitimate independent station at that time that played all the alternative of the day. And I had, was just discovering that, but, uh, this is basically all the stuff that was on the radio at that time and a little after. So so yeah, so uh, I'm going to play one of mine, <laughs> and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> so I love this song <laughs> when so I was, a, I, yeah, well, <laughs> well, I don't want to be, I don't want to be attached to my name for the rest of my life, but, um, but we talked about hair metal, so I'm going to play this song. Uh, this is by the band Europe, Oh, and it's called The Final Countdown. Yes. listen to that song the whole way through oh yeah are you kidding that was on the radio bro <laughs> it just seemed like like that i was... would put that in my boom box and walk around like have it <laughs> over my on my shoulders and uh-huh. walk around my backyard like yeah the final countdown so i actually seen that live last year at hellfest in france see there you go really? and it was incredible wow. P- europe must have a big fan big fan base in europe i'm guessing i'm gonna you know what why not? Why doesn't anybody just start a band called the United States of America and just do like country songs? <laughs> like, you know, that'd be amazing. Like they're they're a total dude. I'm just saying, if you haven't had this idea, America, have this idea. Somebody like, and then just expose it. Like all the drinks at the shows are in red cups. Like you know, you have a mullet like wig with like a hat attached to it. Uh-huh. Things like that. Like just just lean into it. Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet it, it's worth millions. I bet that idea is worth millions. Just do it. I mean, you your idea i know you gotta roll with it now like (laughs) you can do it my dream would be to get big enough to like so billy ray cyrus would open Mm -hmm. like that'd be sick (laughs) 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 all right julia what do you got okay so i was looking up albums that came out when i was 16 i was 16 in 2001 um and picture it 2001 garden grove california Little ska kid me, dyed black hair, black bangs, red lipstick, Little homemade. barrettes. How many barrettes in there? <laughs> barrettes in the hair, three buttons on my cardigan, all mm-hmm. ska bands, probably a Jeffrey Spam Logi- club. Logging into the makeout club just to see who's what cute boys were on there. <laughs> I was on makeout club. Um, you know, pencil skirts, band t-shirts, checkered bands, all that. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just painting the picture. Okay. But I loved I loved pop music and some pop songs like you just couldn't get away from. But I had this is why I don't like I love different scenes and different cultures, but I hate attaching myself to one because I felt like a poser that I was dressing one way. But I loved like Jennifer Lopez. The you psychosis know? of the teenager at this yeah. time where it's yeah. like, am I a poser? Am yeah. I, am I, you know, yeah. okay. I felt like such a poser. Um, but anyways, all of that to say that I loved this Jennifer Lopez song with. Who did she do this song with? Ja Rule. I think it was Ja Rule and yeah. Ashanti. Yep. And it's I know the, what it is. <laughs> it's I'm Real, but this song is great, so we're going to listen to it.
about the relationship, and I want to know, is it the good Uh, yeah, I know the song. <laughs> no, I know the I song. I did love that song. And, and, and there was... And you know, as the old man on the in the on at this table, I can yeah. start hanging out with older people. Just that. I mean, <laughs> John's here, but he's not allowed to talk I know, right he's now. He's not allowed to talk. He's <laughs> over there, just he's watching Bob's Burgers on mute. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I, to be honest, I, uh, I, I actually could respect Jennifer Lopez just for the fact that I mean, she had a lot of star power. You know what I mean? Oh, she totally. Was, and anybody who takes their craft that it's like liking Madonna. Any anybody who takes their craft that serious, where they're like, they put in work every day, like you know. Doing dance moves, choreography, writing, like producing, doing whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. and they're putting all that time in, dude. That's worth it. I mean, that's cool. That's cool yeah. they do it. And I think like all three of those artists, I know in the UK anyway, were probably three of the biggest artists. Yeah, right. right. When that track came out, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I was definitely a fan. I'm not gonna lie. All right. Well, Adele, <laughs> right. you're up. You're next. Cool. On your mixtape. What is on so your mixtape here? Is, it took me a while to realize how embarrassing this song was. It took up until I must have been like 22. And I was on my way to one of my lectures at university and my ringtone went off and this was my ringtone on Mm -hmm. a bus full of people and I wanted to die. Um, So yeah, and this is Papa Roach, Last Resort. Oh, snap. Wow, okay. Into pieces, this is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing, don't give a fuck if I cut my arm. I'm not gonna lie, I was into that song. Yeah, um, yeah. so when that song came out, I was um, I had just quit playing music and mm-hmm. I was out of it, and I was going to school and uh, go, like college, and I was driving a. Uh, I worked at in the hotel business in here in Anaheim, like around the around Disneyland, and uh, I used to drive a little bus like back and forth to Disneyland. We we take turns going because it was we had to go twice an hour. And so it's like, whose turn is it? Okay, Mike's got to go. So I would go, and I remember listening to this, and on the way there, the bus was in the middle of the day. The bus is always empty going over there. But coming back, you have families coming back. And I remember blaring that, like on, <laughs> like on the street going into Disneyland, just like just having some kind of angst and release. And, yeah. then, and then as soon as like I pull up and you open the doors, it was like, it, it went off, and it was like. Brown-eyed girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, where did we go? No, so I, I, I was a, yeah. I'm, am I going to say I'm a fan? Uh, no, I like the song, though. I, I did like the song. I remember thinking it was kind of cool that that they were playing stuff like that. That I just come off a of Warped Tour, and that's kind of stuff they were, you know, they were leaning, getting into that. At like that the new metal? Yeah, the new metal was kind of, of the coming. the 2000s? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, I, I can respect it. I don't have to like it, but I can respect it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... My song, let's see, uh, I'm going to go another 80s song just because that's we're, we're going to be doing that a lot. Uh, this one, I, I'm i not even ashamed. I still listen. I listen to the song right now. I'm trying to get my band to cover the song, and I have been for a very long time. Okay. So, uh, but this is Do You Believe in Love by Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah. Bring it. Bring it, fool. I want to love you all over. Good song, I right? can't help but think of American Psycho. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Lewis, yes. Yes. But... I, I am kind of too. Like I have a I have a sign. I have a picture disc mm-hmm. in my garage and all my vinyls on the garage. But I have this signed picture disc that I actually took to Riverside a few years ago, and I got to meet Huey Lewis, and I had everybody sign it. And uh-huh. I'm like oh, wow. I'm like stoked on it. Like I think it's amazing. But yeah, you should Huey, definitely cover it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Huey Lewis big in the UK? Probably not. Like I've heard of him, but I've never really listened to him. You know, uh, tidbit, fun fact: Huey Lewis's uh, band Clover has been in the in the late seventies or whatever. Uh, they were actually Elvis's Elvis Costello's recording band. For, oh wow! You know, before the attractions, yeah. So if you listen to Elvis Costello's first record, that, those are all the Huey Lewis. It's the same bands. Awesome. Bring it, um, Adele. Like what? What's big in the UK right now? Like what bands are huge that um, maybe aren't over here? Um, there's a lot of like grime and urban music okay. is really big in the UK now. So the likes of like Skepta and 
Um, oh my god, I'm getting a brain fart right now. <laughs> Wait, is this is old lady me? Is grime a type of music? Yes. Oh, it's kind of the dirty hip hop. Is that what? It yeah, is? Like I a... think it's probably like I guess maybe more like British rap, kind oh. of like like okay. around London. It's kind of okay. like a London type rap, I guess. It's not. Um, so like, since I'm we're not dorky, if I said genre. like like like. <laughs> you know, going back like 15 years or whatever, like the streets would be sort of considered like that or no? No. No, it's more like... No, it's... Yeah, you need to listen to it. Okay. Like, so like Stormzy. Okay. That was who I was Okay, you of. mentioned that name the other day and I'm like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah it's weird for us because obviously people are huge in the UK and it's like not right, knowing yeah. how far they've made it past right. like the UK and how big they are hmm. kind of out here. But and I yeah. think there's a lot of opportunity for musicians in the UK. Like sure. the radio in the UK is just so di- much more diverse than it is here. Oh, you're, yeah. And when you're not worried so about demographics different. and selling things, it's, yeah. are you kidding? It's like, you. I mean, you can make fan. They can be as eclectic as they want, which yeah. is great, yeah. you know? Yeah, so I'm with you. Well, uh, so, Julia, let's go. Let's okay. keep, this, keep this train rolling. So this is another, like, it's Blink-182. Wow. Which I love. Bold choice. Which I loved. <laughs> and I hate saying that I was embarrassed by this. Rachel's giving me, like, a fist pump. Um, but... <laughs> So I loved Blink-182 and everyone loved Cheshire Cat and Dude Ranch. Uh-huh. And then, you know, that um, the one that What's My Age Again was on. And then they became too popular. And then they were yeah. like too cool for school mm. where they sold out. And so when this album came <laughs> out, like I tried to fight liking it because I thought, nope, they're too mainstream. I can't like them. But I still love Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Like that album is so good. Okay. And this is Roller Coaster from them. Awesome. Sit at the wall, we'll keep on lying Until the summer comes, I had that dream About you again Where you drive my car right off the fucking cliff And now I'm breathing deeply Walking backwards, finding strength To call and ask her rollercoaster So I think Blink-182, it's always kind of a good one yeah. It's, every time I hear them, it's just like nostalgia of being younger, totally. regardless of the song. Yeah. yeah. Different perspective again. Like I was on a warp tour with them where they headlined it and um, just hearing them every day. I just got so, so over it. So over hearing the same songs and the same jokes between the songs and all that. So for a long time, I didn't, I didn't listen to them at all. Uh, but I will say that uh, I think that's a good choice. I think that song was a good choice. Yeah. And, and you know what? I don't know anything off that album. You so. should listen to it. It's really good. So yeah, I don't, you know, so, uh, you probably but, want patient. No, but they have a, uh, you know, you put it in perspective. Like these guys were on tour for, they basically went on tour from dude ranch all the way till, till that record. And then even probably past that mm-hmm. record. And you got some grown ass men dealing with some grown ass men problems at that point. Yeah. Mm. And then I think that's the weird thing because they're adults, full yeah, on adults right. with families, but then you're singing songs about being 16 right. and yeah, like, yeah. you know, getting in trouble by your parents and sure yeah and yeah. You're, you're you're talking about people who are and, and a lot this is a common theme with a lot of people we've had on the show mm-hmm. um you know whether it be brian mashburn or, or others and they they talk about how they're uh how well i wrote that song when i was 18 you yeah know? so now as a 24 year old man or 25 year old mm-hmm. man or now a 40 year old man you know whatever it is it's like okay do, do i really want to be singing about you know, getting caught masturbating or whatever, you know, yeah, like, where yeah. something that was funny and kitschy and stupid when I was a kid and it was funny because we recorded it. Now it's not so much. And then much. the kids are going to be but listening to it. But then your fans it. love yeah. it. Yeah, like, exactly. And then you have to play it every day. Yeah, right? your fans so, stay this. I kind of want to I guarantee you there has yeah. not been a day that they haven't had to play like, what's my age again? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've, they've had to play it every yeah. single day mm-hmm. since they recorded it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, you look at that and, and, uh, it's, it's pretty funny to 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 kind of the sins of your past will follow you you know we all we all can't be you know we all it's it's like uh everybody everybody wants to be you know the uh, abbey road beatles but a lot of people are known for the my bonnie beatles you know what i mean Mm. (laughs) so all right so adele what do you have so i'm gonna go for so i had a weird obsession with these and i now i don't understand why it's probably a bit mean, but <laughs> I used to have their poster on my wall. It was that bad. Cute. Um, so I'm going to go with All Time Low. Oh, wow. Yes. Were mm. they big over here? I think they, around yeah, this they had, time. They had a, yeah. they had a, yeah, they had a they moment. Had a for sure. Yeah. I only know because Hot Topic had their shit. So, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what song are we playing? Um, Dear Maria, Count Me In. All right. I got 
I don't know. I I remember the band, and uh, I yeah, they're, that's it. <laughs> they're good. I remember the band, and I kind of yeah. I remember them being big, and like yeah, you know, like I said, Hot Topic and mm-hmm. places like that. I remember that. But I was kind of for me that whole part of music was that uh, it was kind of like you either had to go that emo route, like or not emo, but that route, mm-hmm. or you went like the Saddle Creek route, where it's more like um, um, I don't know, or maybe you did both. But uh, the Saddle Creek Records one, which is like Bright Eyes and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a very crap. indie twee. Yes. Like Manic Pixie Dream Girl type. Yes. Not, not the male equivalent. Right. Or you were like a little black jeans, tight black jeans, black yeah, t-shirt right, right, punk yeah, kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was definitely I was on the emo kind of yeah. Yeah. 100%. I wasn't. Yeah. I, was, I was a 26-year-old man that was like trying to make a living, <laughs> so I wasn't doing any of that. I, but, I, I definitely I, wore a bow in my head that was almost as big as my head. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'm, yeah. but, you know, like getting, like listening to music at that time, go, oh, I guess this is what like people are into. You could always respect the songwriting, like you mm-hmm. can always respect that part of it. Uh, so, you know, like I, I found myself being fans of bands like this and then, you know, yeah. and then also more of the Saddle Creek man. So I was more of a, more of a, uh, bright eyes fellow, <laughs> whatever. Um, okay. So I'm really going to get embarrassing with mine. Um, this one, you know, it's great because I heard it in the doctor's office the other day. <laughs> I mean, if your doctor likes it or the preset radio station, that yep, they play right. likes yeah, it, they're, they're like, the doctor's like, you know what I want from when I was in med school and then mid 80s mm-hmm. i want to listen to that and so i've got this guy who i don't care i'm still a fan i don't care his name is trent terrence trent darby so the song's called sign your name playing that now boom Good. I, I like his music. I do too. I think, uh, yeah, he's very he's, early nineties R and B. So uh, big in the UK. Yes. Yes, I love that track. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, as I said, like I couldn't tell you anything else he sings. Uh, he had another it's, one. He had a Kiss and Tell. He had a couple other. Songs I might know him. them if they if they were yeah. played. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he. You know, he, like uh, so. John chimed in like, yeah, he was groomed to be the next Michael Jackson. I mean, you could see it. He mm. he clearly is a uh, he's a star. Like he's a star. Yeah. The, just the, his overall appearance and everything. Voice is great. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember think that, the video for it as well. I think that, you know, industrial espionage in the music business, I think he was like, he was probably the guy. And then somebody looked at him and was like, oh, let's sign Millie Vanilli. You know, let's sign something yeah. that's mm. similar, good-looking guys that... That, that are uh, willing to do what we want them to do, maybe. Right, exactly. Whereas Tr- Terrence, like, just had too much talent and right. input in probably what he wanted to do. Yeah, so, okay. All right. I'm going to play uh, actress slash singer. So this is a little bit after I was 16. Go ahead. But still a fan of this these weird pop artists that came out in the early 2000s. So this is Mandy Moore. Oh, uh, And she had a little pop career. Yes, Forgot yes. about it. Is this so yeah. like candy? Is that what you're going to play? No, okay. this is Extraordinary. And okay. it's very Sarah... Um, Sarah Bareilles, Sarah Bareilles, Bareilles, yeah. like that type of like musician. But I loved the song so much. Flying in perfect circles just for company. Now I'm ready. Now I'm ready. Now I'm ready to be extraordinary. Yeah, I 
I'm, I don't know that song. No. I've never okay. heard it. Mandy Moore no. is big, so Mandy Moore you may know from. Do you have this I know is Mandy us? Moore, okay. and I yeah. know she had a music career, and I probably would know some of her songs if I heard them, but I've never heard that song. This yeah. one, yeah. That's more of like an adult contemporary version of Mandy totally, Moore. Totally. I'm just saying, they, they play that on the on the music of my work for like five years, and I thought it was like some, I thought it was some kind of singer-songwriter Dido type uh, person. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who that, I didn't know that was Mandy Moore. But I think they try to make her like a singer-songwriter. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that mm-hmm. was her aesthetic. Well, that that's probably when she was uh, with, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Ryan Adams? Ryan Adams, yeah. yeah. She was with Ryan Adams. She's married to Ryan Adams for a few years. So mm-hmm. that's probably when they tried to, maybe they can share a bill. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I know she did just release a new song because she sings on the show Us all the time. Oh, really? So, um, yeah, she's released a new song actually on November 1st. I haven't heard it yet, but oh, check it out. Cool. Okay. All right. All right, Adele, you're up. Right. I'm going to go for this one because I just feel like these need to be on this sort of mixtape. Okay. okay. It's going to be Paramore. Oh, wow. A bit older than when I was 16, but mm-hmm. I did, again, have posters on their wall. Still never seen them live, though. Hmm. They're good Neither live. Yeah. They're good live. Yeah. Or she, uh, well, I, I think it's just her now. Um, yeah, her I think it's one of their she's the only orig- one of the only original ones, isn't she now? Yeah, right. I think there was a there was like there's something there. There was like a falling out and yeah. uh, they, a suit or something. Wasn't yeah. she married to someone in her band? Weren't they like... No, it was Newfound Glory that she yes. was married to, oh. the lead singer from that band. And Got I saw it. them live, and she's a very tiny person, too. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. minuscule. I'll always know them as the band that Jimmy World took out, like, for the for their big first tour and it was mm-hmm. a it was a big favor to do that i went i went and saw them so <laughs> that's how i've seen them so anyway she was a small like a kid like mm-hmm. a kid Teeny. i have, a, I have a picture with her and i cut myself out because i look like a, the doll <laughs> the doll green giant next to a five-year-old yeah. <laughs> and posted it on my myspace <laughs> Yeah. What song are we yeah. playing by um, them? I'm going to go for Misery Business because I still go a little bit crazy when this track comes on if I've had a few drinks. Are you going to go crazy right now? Oh, a few drinks. Mm, yeah, I'm sober at the minute. What, what, what kind of uh, smoothie did you have today? Uh, it was, <laughs> you know that color you mix reds and you mix blue? It makes that color. Oh, okay. Not a violet, but what's it called? Oh, I can't think of the actual name. Mm, okay. <laughs> All right, just making sure. <laughs> You'll make it happen before the end of this podcast. <laughs> All right. Hey, I've heard the song. Heard the song a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, again, it's my point of reference is um, that was like a big radio song. So yeah, yeah. Mm. I think it was big everywhere. Yeah, I think it yeah. was. I didn't get into them then, but I am a fan of their new album. So I yeah. should go back and listen to all the old stuff. Yeah, at this point. I'm the opposite. I'm not. I think the new stuff got a bit too pop for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it was yeah. A, I, I I like the. Uh, I mean, that was a song kind of indicative of the time. You know, the way that totally. was produced, yeah. with those guitars like that. It's uh, yeah. No, it's it's good. I mean, you know, it it look. The proof is the proof is in the in the Spotify ratings. How many people listen to that every month? I mean, you know, that's got. I think be, that's probably one of their biggest songs. Yeah, that has there? to be their biggest song, right? Yeah. Misery business, two hundred and forty million listens. Yeah, there you go. So then, that's yeah, that's that. So there you go. My opinion doesn't really matter, does it? They have, <laughs> they have eight million monthly listeners. That's pretty solid. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty solid. Okay, cool. All right, well, let's. Uh, so it's my turn, right? Yeah, it's no. your turn. So uh, let's see. I'm gonna go with. <laughs> okay, these are so bad. <laughs> Some of these are so bad. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm going to go with this song. It's by a band called Climby Fisher. And uh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> you know what this band was called? But sometimes I catch myself singing this song. Okay. And I know that I'm like, I'm an old person. But <laughs> this song is called Love Changes Everything. And uh, you may have heard the song. I guarantee you don't know this band by name. I couldn't say, hey, you know that Climby Fisher song? You'd be like, who? What? But anyway, here it goes. It's indicative of the time. So.
never heard Climby Fisher, you guys are looking at me like I'm, you know, like, oh, what is that? Like, I invented it. I've heard the song <laughs> a few times, and hopefully I won't hear it much more. I don't think I've ever heard that before. <laughs> just it, saying. It just don't sounds, think that's a bad thing. <laughs> it sounds like it's in a... Um, like a 90s movie just like only it came out in the 80s and that's really? what i'm telling you it was ahead of its time yeah. it's like 90s adult contemporary that was made in the 80s it's like an uh it's a song used in the opening cr- in the opening right. scene yes. of a movie yeah it yeah. like sets a tone of la right. and everything no it, it's the song in a in a in a 90s independent rom-com because they used to be independent like uh-huh. a miramax rom-com from like the early 90s mm-hmm. it would be the establishing shot of oh we're in san francisco exactly. and here's this oh and here's the golden gate bridge you see the building and here's you see the trolley I'm throwing a pris- frisbee to my yeah. to, to a dog, and then I pan out, and there's other people running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's totally that. That, that song for me is like a family party, like yeah, yeah. a 70th family party. <laughs> that for me feels like in the UK that song would be played. Yeah. Oh, wow, they're really hip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Time to hate all my music. All right. We're going to play We're, 98. I'm ready. Okay, it's 98 degrees. I've talked about that. 98 degrees, going to tell that bitch, please. <laughs> Wrong 98 I know. degrees. No, that's 80 degrees anyway. I wasn't a fan of a lot of boy bands, but I loved 98 degrees. Because of Nick Lachey. Because of Nick Lachey. Wow. Loved them. And you watched so the show oh religiously, didn't you? You watched the show with him in the, in the, in the well, dingbat? Yeah, but that's when... But that's when reality TV was starting. So yes. I watched yeah. that. I watched the Osbournes. Did we talk about this? We talked about how we the did. Osbournes were like the first one. Yeah. And it was such an event to watch the Os- Osbournes when it came on. Like I, I remember driving home from work at like 10 o'clock at night mm-hmm. going, shit, I'm late. I gotta, I gotta yeah. get home. I, I didn't record yeah. it. Like yeah. I wanted to watch it. I loved, yeah. Reality TV was decent. I feel like I need to go back and watch the Osbournes all over again. Yeah, or just the first and Kelly Osbourne. Kelly I used Osborne. to love her until yeah. she sang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. All right, let's yeah. hear it. Let's hear okay. it. This is the Invisible Man. That song is effing terrible. I'm glad like, it's over. Yeah, me too. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm listening to it again. I'm like, oh, really? Just, you I like that. Uh, I feel like that's one of those ones you just shouldn't tell people. Yeah, no, it's, it's okay. It's I, own, I own my choices in life. It's, it's a it's a it's a formulaic boy band ballad, right? Yeah, it I mean, totally it's like, was. Yeah, so it's like Were okay, each guy it? takes his solo. Except for the ugly guy, he didn't take a solo. <laughs> no, Wait, is this was... one with Joey Fat one in it, or is no, he in a different no. one? No. <laughs> That was Backstreet Boys. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. Were they from Canada? His name was Fat no, One. Joey Fat One. <laughs> NSYNC was Joey Oh, Fatone. sorry. Sorry, I sorry, sorry. sorry. Band. I forgot. Thank you, Rachel. You know what? Here's, here's what I've learned. Here's what I've learned, listeners to the podcast. Do not bring up the members of boy bands in a room with people with that women. grew up in that time. Yeah. With women who grew up in that time. Because they'll be like, hell no. Are you kidding? He was that one. And this Excuse guy was that me? one. Excuse me? I was me? Your never a boy band fan. Jason McKnight, was that his name? Was in the, uh, I don't even know. Joey McKnight? Joey McKnight. <laughs> oh, he Christ. he wasn't in that. He was in this. Okay, great. And I don't even know. To be honest, I don't know New which Kids one on he was the in. Block. New Kids on the Block. There you go. They, they bought an album not really too long ago. That NKO came TV. Yeah. yeah. It was for their cruises that they do. They do cruises. They, they do, cruises? do cruises? Oh, oh yeah, my girl. God. I don't know if I love or hate that idea. Oh, you love I, it. You <laughs> love it. Would you though? Because you're with us. You think that you're like, they're singing to you that they're your band, but then you're on a boat with thousands of other so, women that think I don't know the same if, Have thing. you ever seen uh, a video of any of their shit? Because there are, no joke, 200,000 fans in every video screaming. I know, but that's the whole point of, like, a boy band. It's like, they're singing to you. They're, like... Yeah. Wait, which, related, which related to Bob's Burgers? You know how um, Louise loves that one boy band? Like, she's secretly in love oh, with yeah. them. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, because you get sucked into that... Their dreaminess, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Dreaminess. <laughs> I just want to touch the butt. Yeah. So yeah, a, one of them still has a ninety-eight degrees tattoo, right? Well, I remember that. I yeah, was seeing the ninety-eight degrees on the arm, and I'm like, wow. That's commitment. Somebody was went that, into. Was that three of them? There was there was four. There was four of them. Yeah. And I think three of them were. There's related. a formula. They have to have four. Two two were brothers. So Nick Lachey and his brother. But they all look alike oh, yeah. still. And then there was the two off. I don't. I can't even remember. What I don't they remember their like. names. Just basic white guy. Mm. 
Not yeah. Like, yeah, every not, every band has a fat one in it. Every band has that dude. Well, the older one. Jerry Fatone wasn't the ugly one. I don't yeah, think. he was. No. Oh, it was the one with the like kind of dreads. That one right there yes. is the ugliest yeah. one. That one right this there. One? No, that one. The second one from from your from the we'll ninety degrees. Next Nicholas picture. That we'll one. have to post this picture. That one, they're brothers. These okay, two. that one got the leftovers because yeah. the you know, brothers the hot one. I would say the other one. Yeah. Yeah. This one, right? Yeah. Yeah. That he's oh, like the he dad looks the, of the oldest group. by yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which one had the braids? Because there's was, gotta be one with that was in sync. So that's what we have to do. Oops. Chris Kirkpatrick. Chris Kirkpatrick. Wait. Oh, she's on it back there, man. Chris Kirkpatrick. Okay, he yeah. was the one with the the white boy dreadlocks. Yeah. I, I was also big was in um JC Chazé. Is that how J- you say his name? Yeah. Yeah. I was a big fan of that okay. solo album, and I seen him support Britney Spears, and it was the best thing ever. <laughs> so okay, so my thing is like that's what we got to do is do an episode about the formula formula of the boy band. <clears throat> okay. So there's got to be the like one with the zany hair, the one like like street one, mm-hmm. and then there's the one like big guy, like tough guy, right? Yeah. And there's the crooner one. I mean. There, yeah, there's a... There's definitely a formula. Yeah. Yeah. There's so. a stereotype in the boy bands of who yeah, you are. Sure. And then there's only one of them can actually really sing. Right. <laughs> and, and he gets all the solos. All can sing, yeah. Yeah, imagine being Donnie Wahlberg. Imagine being that dude where now you're like an actor and you want to be taken seriously. People are like, hey, look what I found on view on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that Mark is always going to be top dog. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Your little brother. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, geez. He's got that Clooney money now. So he's, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right. All right, Adele. Adele. This is your last song. This is my last one. Make I it good. personally don't think it's that embarrassing. And I'm still a huge fan of the band. They're still one of my favorite bands, and this will always be one of my favorite songs. Um, and it's going to be Taken Back Sunday. Oh, okay. okay. Heat Without the A. Okay. Oh, that's but a good song. Why were you um, I don't think any, any of those though. songs are embarrassing. Because I love this band so much, but I came to them later, so I don't know mm. if it was... Were they just like a radio band? And I don't know. I don't think they were... I don't know how big they were in the time in the UK. Mm. I got into them through an ex-boyfriend. Got it. Um, Lest we not remember. Let's not remember any of that. <laughs> yeah. But we'll play the song. I think it's a good choice. I like to. I to be honest, I wouldn't be embarrassed of any of those songs. Like you know, I think. But then again, because they're, I consider those songs still kind of newer. You know, if, yeah. that, if that makes sense. I think so. maybe the embarrassment comes from when I'm in a club and it comes on. Yeah. How you react to it? Reaction. Like, my reaction to it depends yeah. on how many whiskey she's had. Screaming. She's like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you guys I'm have emo nights in the UK? We've kind of started to in London now. Okay. So we have like one that um, is like based around My Chemical Romance. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's yeah. more like uh, show tunes for goth kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, I went, I went to one there. Cheese, and, like, glorious <laughs> cheese. <laughs> I went to one and like you realize there's not really that many bands. They were just playing yeah. the same like five bands over and over yeah. again. And then the same song was coming on like three times. So yeah. It's really like a mass karaoke, those yeah, things. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. they were huge here like two years ago for a long time. It was going strong and like you see photos and it's just people singing along. Let's be real, dude. Just, that's, yeah. that's basically Chris Caraba's entire career, his, right? He goes out and he's now. like, he just walks out and goes, okay, well, uh, all right, I'm going to do this one. And then everybody sings it anyway. He doesn't even have to, he can save his voice. He can <laughs> whisper. He can whisper the songs. He doesn't even have to sing. Yeah. All he has to do is one chorus for each song on his own. And then everybody else will chime in for the I rest. Will, I will be one of those people yeah. chiming in. Got you singing, got you singing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. That's cool. Mike, um, it's your last song. It's my last song. And you know what? I was going to do uh, Never Gonna Give You Up because it wasn't a Rickroll song when I was a kid. Okay. It was like the, it was it was actually a pop song. You know, yeah. it was a good, you know, it was a song. That and I was you knew you were, you were only going to listen to it one time instead of on repeat over <laughs> yeah, and over. Over and over and over. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm not going to do that. You know what I'm going to do instead? Yeah. I'm going to do the immortal ladies band called Tapau. And this is I don't even know what the- This is from their great <laughs> album Bridge of Spies. <laughs> 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 
Where do you find this song? And it's called Heart, Heart and Soul. You've heard this song. Mike You've is older than us. You've heard this song. You said embarrassing. This is embarrassing for me. Like, I wouldn't be embarrassed if half of you, well, some of Julia's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some of Julia's, but. Yeah, but, I think I should have took deeper. <laughs> yeah, so she was going on, on top. You're on holiday. Yeah, you're on holiday. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to work too hard. So uh, here it is, Tapau Heart and Soul. And this was big. They had like a live concert that was mm-hmm. like big. So I'm just saying. Okay. John, John will attest. This band was big. All right. Proud of that song, aren't you? Tapau was a good band, dude. You kidding me? That was like a that was like a band back in the day. That was like you know, I don't know. I don't know where they're from. I guess I got the internet. I could look it up, but I didn't really care. Yeah, what for? I I, I bet they're from. They're not from here. I guarantee you that because the singer is like. She has red hair and like mm-hmm. fair skin and stuff, and everybody in her band looked like they were in Echo and the Bunnymen. So, <laughs> were they so. like they sound like one hit wonders? Uh, they had a Worthy. few hits. They had a few okay. hits, but they still play like the '80s festivals and stuff. Okay. Right? They're still so holding on to it. They still hold on to it. Yeah, exactly. They got a little career off, off of that, but yeah, and they were bit like they have a concert video or a concert uh, that video for that song. It shows them at a con- at a live concert mm-hmm. and it's packed. Like so, I don't know. I guess they were big at one point. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. yeah. But heart and soul, man, what's okay. up? And I was gonna play Rick Astley, and I didn't for you guys. Yeah, that for you sunk guys. Yeah, near miss. Okay, well, time to hate the last song that I play, guys. Ready? So <laughs> locked in, loaded. The reason I love this band today, but I was embarrassed of them because I was really into ska. I was a ska kid, but this wasn't ska, and it felt really cheesy at the time. And they're still cheesy, but they're such a good band when you look back at their back catalog. So it's UB40. Oh, yeah. I have to play UB40. But like... You always play UB40. I know. I'm not embarrassed of them anymore. But as a kid, as a Why teen... Why would you be embarrassed by UB40? Because they weren't Scott and they weren't reggae. They were like white guy reggae. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. You know? I guess. So I thought, you know... Got to hold my street cred. Can't like UB40. They had a big album when you were a kid, too. Like that, yeah. that Labor of Love, too. That mm-hmm. was a big album. And my sister, my older sister, who's in her 50s now, was a huge fan of UB40. And so that's how I listened to them, because she would babysit me. So that's all she listened to. It was that, all covers anyway, right? That album. Wasn't that album mostly covers? Yeah, but aren't all reggae bands and ska bands covers, too? Uh, I suppose. Like, they all cover the same songs. So yeah. <laughs> I get yes. it now, now that I know the history of Jamaican music and stuff. Like, I get it. Okay. But, okay. So it was really hard to choose a song, but we're just going to play a uh, good ambition just cuz it's a fun song. Okay. Yeah, like for me, I like my dad listened to them growing up. So I mm-hmm. see them as like, what growing up, I see them as like a dad band. Yeah. But now, like, yeah, being old, I can respect. Totally. They are totally mm-hmm. a dad band, I think. Yeah. Back mm-hmm. in, I, I remember that was like introductory music to music that I liked for my, for my siblings and my parents and stuff. Yeah. Like, I would play bands like UB40. They'd be like, yeah. oh, this is really good. This is all the like soul songs. Okay, great. Yeah. You know, so. And that song, Good Ambition, was originally by the Ethiopians, who I think. We played on our yeah. Jamaica Ska yes. yes, uh, mixtape, yeah. so go back and listen to that. But you know, similar to a lot of uh, ska music, it's all based off of these old reggae or even pop tunes. Sure, and they yeah. all just did covers yeah. of them. No, you're so. right. You're right. No, that was not a bad song. I think. No. Did you find out who produced it? I couldn't find who okay. produced it. I was saying so. Don was produced it just because of the uh, weird, like the keyboard stuff, but it's okay. Oh, it says Dan Armstrong and Danny Cannon no, produced yeah. right. uh, Labor of Love 3. That's, well, was that Labor of Love 3 that was Yeah, on? this was oh, on okay. Labor of Love 3. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. All right there you go. Um, okay. Adele, what did you think of being on our podcast? Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been fun. Yeah. yeah. Are there yeah. any songs that we should have played? Yeah, near that you misses yeah. that you wanted to, that, things that almost made your list? Oh, 
So, no, I've not thought about it. Or like, tell us what songs you're into now. Stuff you know, that we should listen I to. I think one that I watched something by Britney Spears. I went to see Alive when I was older than I probably yeah. should have been going to see Alive, but it was great. <laughs> I would love. I want to go because she plays in Vegas. She has a residency, although I don't think she's I doing think it she right now. She stopped. Now she's it's over. It's Gwen Just Stefani be- now, I believe. Yeah, Sorry. but um, I always wanted to go see Britney Spears in Vegas and see her yeah. residency. I mean, she fun. doesn't she doesn't sing live. She sang like two songs live, oh, and that sure. was probably enough. Um, <laughs> they were ones with, but you know, she dances and everything. It's it's a whole stage performance. So yeah. like, I still loved her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. Well, thanks for spending your holiday with us. How's You're it welcome. been out here in California? Oh, it's been amazing. Yeah. I loved her. Yeah. Well, you know, if you want uh, a little piece of California, you could take Dwight with you, and he could, he could fart <laughs> in your house. Try to give away our son. <laughs> Can you imagine him on the airplane? Yeah, oh, I, don't I don't think eleven hours on an airplane with him. Yeah, I'm just saying. What's just coming saying. out of that backside? <laughs> <laughs> it's deadly. Yeah, it's it's deadly. a nice piece of America. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Jonathan David. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, Jesus, Okay, wow. we're going to end this podcast. Yeah, this but thank you, Adele Kemp of Cobalt Music, for coming on our show. Thanks we really appreciate me. it. And uh, Tune in next, next time, next week, for the mini episode. Oh, yeah, we'll have an, a little mini guy to listen to. Um, Mike, do you have any shows? Your band I have plays a show. A uh, yeah, we actually just booked a show on November 23rd at Chain Reactions, right up the street here Yeah, uh, for Buy Me Bambi. And we're playing with Gabrielle Pankos. Gabrielle Pankos, so that'll be a really... Cool. Uh, big show. Mike just played with Real Big Fish. You guys did such a great job, had such a good set. And, like, and you guys got to understand, coming from Julia, that's good because if she didn't like it, she'd be like, yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely like your band because it makes me feel like I'm a ska kid again. Oh, good. Because it reminds me, and I think a lot of it is Brian's like music style of music yeah, and probably. his writing and probably. stuff. But you guys probably. are like really. Um, you're great musicians anyways, and you play well, too. Oh, so good. I appreciate yeah, bring in, it. Bring two-tone back. There you go. Yeah. All right. All right. Awesome. Thank you, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast for show notes, pictures, and behind-the-scenes snaps. And while you're at it, head over to the website <laughs> mixtapemixtapepodcast.com for complete playlists as well as links to all the spot- songs on Spotify. Just know that I worked really hard on putting all those playlists up and I have feelings. Or did you work really hard at avoiding other responsibilities? Shut up. Just don't forget to tell your friends. One more thing. We know you're busy people, but go ahead and click to review and give us a five-star rating or comment on whichever podcast platform you listen to us on. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. So Adele, what's that um what's that song by Prince? It's something rain. What's it called? Purple rain? Right, purple rain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>